Well, here I am. Hmm. I guess the crew is in the tortoise. Knock, knock. All right, I'll play along. Who's there? I'm not telling a knock-knock joke. I'm not telling a knock-knock joke who? I'm really not telling a knock-knock joke. I'm really not telling a knock-knock joke who? <sighs> I'm your new narrator. I said knock-knock because I have no hands. Enter. The narration agency sent me. Your original narrator is now calling NASCAR races. I'm Mac, a subliminal being presenting as legendary roadie Nan Carfelge. You look like Keith Richards. For reasons I cannot comprehend, it becomes my earthly crewmates, Dr. Shea Watt and Clell Landis. Are they about? No. I stepped out of the tortoise to absorb some solar energy. They were gone when I came back. Except for Landis's phone. Any theories? No, but even if I speculated, I would advance a hypothesis only. A theory is an interrelated series of hypotheses. That's the way it's going to be, eh, Mac? Yes. My species are empiricists and without ego. <laughs> This'll be Landis. Hypothetically. Hello? Calm, calm down. Landis, I can't understand. No, I stop. Sir, deep breaths, Landis, deep breaths. No, no, that, that didn't help. Here, I'll put you on speaker. My packet. Then it went dark and here we are. Define here. I think we're in the phone. We being you and the doctor? Who else would be with him, Mac? My apologies, doctor. I'm merely trying to gather information. Then jot this down. We're jammed in here. Can you describe anything around you? A plastic casing and some wires. It's just a Google Pixel phone, Mac. So noted. As we sort this out, be advised that the new narrator is here. Hello. Great. Have her read the intro to this episode. It's pinned to the bulletin board above the urinal. That's the only bulletin board we have, Doctor. Here, narrator, read this. Oh, there you are. Welcome to episode 11.6 of Nuevo Malibu, entitled... Do our theme song first. Welcome to episode 11.6 of Nuevo Malibu, entitled, Just Like Me, They Long To Be Gross To You. Nuevo Malibu is brought to you by Luana's Piranhas. Tired of people putting their fingers in your aquarium? Luana's got the piranha for you. Call 1-800-BEAR-BONE. Luana's Piranhas, a subsidiary of Claire's Bears. And we're off. 
In our last episode, Earthlings Clell Landis and Dr. Shay What, along with Mac, the hologram, and the original narrator, live out a mashup of Gone with the Wind and Apocalypse Now in Fantasy Pods. Now I, the new narrator, and Mac have just discovered that Landis and the Doctor are somehow trapped in a Google Pixel phone. Let's get back to the action. We're back at the action. Any theories, Mac? I mean, hypotheses? Not yet. Can either of you move at all? Just barely. Problem is, when we can move, we rub our... our... Our privates together. So noted. You know, Doc, this reminds me of episode three, when we went to Planet Romcom and we... I remember Landis vividly. Do you want me in there to... to narrate anything? No, we're fine, as long as Landis doesn't wiggle too much. Landis, you're wiggling too much. Sorry, Doc. I was just thinking about when Etta James was singing, at last, and we were dancing, and I, I fondled your... Landis! Sorry again, Doc. Not really. Not really, Doc. We'll get back to you, Mac and new narrator. Don't call us. What now, Mac? Something will happen. And there it is. It, it is, is the, the Grand, grand Galloping Goof. More context, please. It's a hermaphroditic being that reminds others that they control less than they think. Landis believes the goof exists simply to, and I quote, piss him off. The, the goof, goof is, is the, the universal, universal stub toe. <laughs> I don't have toes. The, the goof, goof will find a way. way. I'm highly Disciplined goof. I'm highly, highly disciplined, disciplined goof. goof. Highly disciplined goof. Disciplined highly disciplined goof. goof. <laughs> Stop that promptly. Stop, Stop that, that promptly. Goof, I swear. Goof, goof I, I swear. I will. I will. Slap your. Slap an injunction on you with, with a, a bomb. Hmm. <laughs> Perhaps we can. Coexist? The goof abides. abides. The purpose of your visit, goof? A, a ransom demand. demand. More context again, please. For, For the, the release, release of, your friends, of your friends in the, the Google, Google Pixel phone. What's your demand? With, With all this astonishing power, power, the goof cannot time, cannot travel. time travel. It needs the TARDIS to, to run, run an errand. errand. Name it. The, the goof, goof wishes to witness the first intentional LSD trip. Sandoz Labs in Basel, Switzerland on April 19th, 1943 it is. My first adventure. I can't wait to narrate it. Some traveling music, narrator. Uh, what's music? A creative configuration of sounds Earthling use to explore their emotions. What do you recommend? Here's a favor to the doctor. Okay, okay, okay. Just a little pinprick. There'll be no more. 
emotion was that? Unclear. For all their simple physiology, Earthlings have complex brains. Here we are, Goof. The laboratory of Albert Hoffman. I've disguised the TURDIS as a broom closet so you can observe without being detected. Mac, can you help me start the narration? Hoffman synthesized LSD in 1938, trying to develop a stimulant, then shelved it. Resynthesizing it in 1943, he accidentally absorbed some through his fingertips and fell into what he called a not unpleasant intoxicated-like condition, characterized by an extremely stimulated imagination. Being a scientist, he chose to learn more. Get, Get on, on with, with it. it! Mac cracks the turtle's door so we can learn more. Well, there you are, Ursula. Where have you been? You've been gone for hours. I must have taken a goodly dose. Will you see me home? Certainly, Herr Doctor. Why? I may have poisoned myself. I may be going verrucht. Once I think my neighbor Frau Giger might be a witch. Plus, I don't like the way the new broom closet is looking at me. Let's go! For them! Mac disguises the tortoise as a cloud, so we can follow Hoffman. We're moving so slowly. I don't know why our bicycles don't fall over. We're actually going at a substantial pace. So that cloud is following us? I hadn't noticed. I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself for a while. The goof goof needs needs to hear hear them. We're close enough that I can use the internal monologue contrivance. Make Make it it so. so. Now streaming, stream of consciousness. We're getting closer to Frau Giger. Am I in danger of falling under one of her spells? What a clever woman she is. She's using our beloved loons and cuckoos to lure me with her famous calls. Well played. What scope Frau Giger has. Those are kookaburs and lyrebirds native to Australia. And that's the white bellbird found only in northern South America. (laughs) Northern South America. How oxymoronic. (laughs) Oxymoronic. What an absurd word. Absurd is too. Are you all right, Herr Doctor? Some inner conflict, but not bad. Why? You're chuckling. I've never known you to chuckle. And your pupils are the size of saucers. Are we there yet? Almost. I'll be in my head if you need me. Oh, good. The birds are collaborating. Sweet. I hope the alien ones don't drown out our native feathered friends. The loons, the cuckoos, the wrens, the thrushes, the warblers, the larks, the tits, the boobies. (laughs) Tits and boobies. (laughs) Get it together, Hoffman. You're a respected scientist. Hey, is that a brown bear? No, it's a hedgehog. We're here, Herr Doctor. 
I'm going to collect your doctor before your eyes explode. I'll turn your radio on to keep you company until I get back. Wow, this is better than Birdsong. I'm back with Dr. De Arzt. You just left. Let's peep at those popping pupils. Holy shice! All in the interest of science, Yannick. <laughs> I just said Yannick. Any other distress other than the bulging orbs? I think Frau Giga next door is a witch. I doubt it, given her daily intake of Jägermeister. Then no. I'm actually beginning to enjoy the unprecedented colors and plays of shapes behind my closed eyes. Kaleidoscopic, fantastic images, alternating, variegated, opening and then closing themselves in circles and spirals, exploding in colored fountains, rearranging and hybridizing themselves in constant flux. You go, guy. Stay in bed. I'll have Frau Giger check on you later. Cool. Would you have her bring me fondue, chocolate, and a nice Merlot? Certainly. Ursula and I will leave you to your peace. Have a nice journey. Excursion, expedition, outing, jaunt, deviation. Whatever you want to call it. Later, Kimpel. The group now wishes to observe Hoffman directly. Mac moves the turtles from the cloud cloak into a corner of Hoffman's bedroom, reasoning that the pioneering psychonaut will be too preoccupied to notice. The goof, however, has other ideas. Hmm, that broom closet from work did follow me home, and the broom with many appendages is coming out of it, towards me. Outstanding! Hoffman, the goof lodged you! For expanding the feeble consciousness of your species. Danke. What are you, some sort of hermaphroditic supernatural creature that serves the universe by reminding sentient beings that they have scant control over their lives? Yep. Groovy. Hey, you want to hang out? I got fondue ordered. The goof cannot. It will leave you with many thoughts. And sensations. Far out. I'm writing a song in my mind, anyhow. Will you release our crewmates now, Goof? No. The Goof. Requires another stop. 3 a.m. September 13th, 1970. At these coordinates. Leary's jailbreak. Indeed. Who? Timothy Leary, a Harvard professor who brought Dr. Hoffman's discovery into the public consciousness in the 1960s. He was imprisoned 36 times for using psychedelics. One of those times, he escaped boldly. The goof wishes to witness that. Go ahead, Landis. You're on speaker. Room service. Send up lots of oysters, asparagus and strawberries, and more champagne. And scats more chocolate. Gotta go make a house call. 
Chocolate again. Is chocolate vital for human survival? Almost. We're on the roof where Leary started his escape, Goof. He is likely to spot us. The Goof will make it look like a construction site. There's Leary, switching on the internal monologue contrivance. Made it. Hmm, they're doing some construction. They really shouldn't leave that lumber strewn about, even up here. A genius could hurt himself. (laughs) Focus, Leary. Okay, there's the high wire I have to shimmy out on. Here we go. Come on, Leary. Forty feet and you're over the wall. Forty feet and you can skip the country to live in Algeria with Eldridge Cleaver. Goof, where are you going? The goof wishes to share this roguish jot of the earthling experience. The goof starts shimmying toward Leary, easily catching up. Jesus Christ, I'm being followed by a beast of many appendages. I knew I shouldn't have taken that last tab of acid. The goof reaches around Leary to pass him. The ooze on the wire from its many appendages causes Leary to lose his grip. Mother of pearl, the bastard slimy. I'm falling. Or am I flying? No, I fell. Why, Dr. Leary, I presume. Out for a late night escape, are we? Good evening, Officer Krupke. This is not what it seems to be. What does it seem to be? Well, all right. I understand why it would look like a jailbreak attempt to the untrained eye, but... Stow it, Leary. We know you lied on your psych assessment to work in the garden so you could figure the best route out. What gave me away? You designed the test. Your name is on it. You people are more clever than I estimated. Up you go. We have special accommodation for you tonight. Then you'll go to Folsom. Good luck breaking out there. As Leary chats with the guard, the goof scurries back to the tortoise. Mac takes us back in time. Five minutes. The goof agrees to stay put so Leary can escape. The goof heartily approves of this folly. Later! What an interesting first day! You're on speaker, Landis. Hey, can you come and get me in the dock? For some reason, we're at a fountain in San Juan Capistrano. Surrounded by swallows and pigeons. What do you last remember? You had just stepped out of the tortoise and we've turned up here. Any theories? You mean hypotheses. Who's that? Our new narrator. Doc, the new narrator is there. Doc says welcome. It's already been amazing. So any hypotheses, Mac? Most likely the goof. We're on our way. Should we tell them? I think not. The relationship is complicated enough. I'm eager to meet them. Would you like to choose the traveling music? Um, I don't know any music. You pick, please. Here's one Landis likes. 
Nuevo Malibu is a Stormborn production, brought to you by Luana's Piranhas. Tired of uninspiring goldfish in your aquarium? A piranha from Luana will change that in seconds. Call 1-800-BEAR-BONE. Luana's Piranhas, a subsidiary of Claire's Bears. Music used, So What? by Miles Davis, Big Chief by Professor Longhair, Two O'Clock Jump by Harry James, Secular Cantata Number no. 2 by Schumann, Boogie Woogie by Tommy Dorsey, and LaGrange and Jesus Just Left Chicago by ZZ Top. Meet the cast and crew. I'm Jude McCormick, the narrator. I'm Karen Holmes, and I play Dr. Shay Watt. I'm Guy Holmes, the voice of Landis. My name's John Clark, and I played the goof. Jenny Zoya as Lady Goof. I'm David Pumple. And I played Albert Hoffman. I'm Sarah Boyce, doing the voice of Ursula. This is David McLean. I did the voice of Hair Doctor, Dare Arts. And I'm Alan Perkins. I voiced Timothy Leary, and I wrote this. Nuevo Malibu, a Stormborn production, is recorded on location in outer space. Please keep the tortoise in the air and on the air. Go to cortezradio.ca and donate on the home page. At the very top of that page, click on Talk Shows, then scroll down to the Flying Porta Potty to access previous episodes of our show. Please tell your family, friends, and foes about us. And thank you profusely for listening. <laughs>